And, and he said, you know, I've only had two people in my life talk to me like you do. Mm. My grandfather and you. Mm. And I was just taken away at that because all I did was tell him what God did with me. We're here to talk today about something I think it'll really help you, whether you're a believer or not a believer. Uh, it's something that's very important for all of us, and that's uh, the truth and love. So let's talk about it. Once again, with this, our special guest speaker, host, uh, buddy, and um, compadre, yeah. <laughs> everything else, uh, Pastor Corey Smithy from North Elevation Church in Mansfield, Texas. Hello uh, there. Hello, and Pastor Dan, thank you for having me again today. <laughs> oh, our pleasure. I really enjoyed last week and looking forward to uh, this week that uh, we can see what we're going to talk about. <laughs> you know, last week we talked about uh, some things having to do with the fact that you, know, you said you thought, and I totally agree with you, that the biggest issue that the church is facing today is uh, is to to be filled with the Word of God instead of being in a famine, like you put it, mm -hmm. uh, that they have a spiritual famine. So let's kind of jump off that, use that as a springboard, and go into some other things. Uh, you know, one thing that is on my heart, and I know it is yours too, is uh, if we really uh, have the Word of God in us, just just to whatever extent that we've made it available, uh, we have a, a yearning to share that with other people. I know when I was born again, spirit-filled, uh, I wanted to do things that I had never thought I'd ever do before. You know, uh, the old car dealer here, uh, born again, Christian, uh, on, on fire for Jesus, uh, you know, uh, just all kinds of things in the new life that I discovered because I was a latecomer. I, I was saved when I was 36 and, you know, that's against all the statistics you'll ever read. So let's just go into, uh, that. I, like I say, I think it's critically, critically important that, people learn as Christians, we got something to share. We do. And I'm going to go all the way back to when we met okay. because it's, it's you that I learned this from. It wasn't, it wasn't what you said. It's, it's what I caught. Okay. And from your consistent lifestyle of making sure that people knew Jesus was real, alive, and they were loved. <laughs> and and I go all the way back to the 80s. I was just three years old in my walk with Christ. We were both about in that same deal. But I was struggling with how to witness effectively with a message that was so good and so wonderful in my life and struggling to get that message out to others who desperately not only needed it, they were hungry for it. And it was from you that I learned that all of the different witnessing tools from Roman road to drawing across from one mountain to the other. And so people could walk across it on a napkin, you know, in a restaurant. <laughs> right. What I learned from you that I preach today and, and it's, it's a thread throughout the year, every year uh, that I'm speaking, even one-on-one -on -one with people is what I learned from you. And that is that my personal story mm. of Jesus is the most effective witnessing tool I have. We've made witnessing so difficult to know all these things. I just need to share what Jesus did yesterday. Amen. Praise God. And that begins to impact hearts. And for me, I'd like to hear more on your end. I know you're asking me a question. 
about you know that reality because that that's just who you were and that's what set me on the right path to help people. Amen. Well, you know that was that, that's a great question and to kind of summarize it. First of all, I I knew that I was supposed to be sharing the Lord with people. And it was kind of obvious, and, and especially to my friends at first, because there was a definite difference. You know, the old had been made new. Not that I was perfect by any means. I still had a lot of things I was dealing with and a lot of things to learn. But at the same time, uh, my whole countenance was different, you know, and, and I really knew the meaning of love and joy and peace, uh, the fruit of the Spirit, uh, like I had never understood before. I was raised in church uh, and went to church I probably went 51 weeks out of, you know, <laughs> yeah. to church out of the year, probably missed one a year, you know, but the church I was in was, um, kind of a, more of a social gathering and, um, a religious experience. And, and that really didn't, it may have instilled some things in me that I wasn't aware of, but, uh, I didn't want to, when I was old enough to, to leave home, I wanted to, uh, just kind of leave that behind me and go into my own you know, you know, life and, and discover the things that I needed to. And of course that can be fun. It can also be very dangerous and a lot of mistakes made, but you know, when I had this hunger for Jesus and I didn't know it was a hunger for Jesus, I just knew I had a hunger for, for right. something inside of me because there was a right. big hole in me. Although on the outside, you know, I was making good money, had a good job, had a wonderful wife and a couple of wonderful kids, all that kind of stuff. But now I had real meaning attached to it as I, uh, read the word, and as the Holy Spirit unveiled uh, His word to me, and so I knew I needed to share with people because I wanted to share with people. Because man, this is it. This is great. This is fantastic. This life with Jesus. But how do I do it? The, you know, and I tried a few things, and I probably was over the top. You know, like a lot of early Christians are. You know, so excited. Hey, man, you got to get saved. You're going to hell. You know that. <laughs> Well, the truth of the matter was, yes, they're going to hell, but that's not very uh, much of a, a, a convincing position to be at. So I, I went to a, a, a conference one time, uh, and it was for evangelists, and I didn't know how to share. And, and at that time, I had an experience with Jesus Christ where I went to bed one night, and I go, Jesus, I, I got to know how to share you, and I, I, I've got to love people and be able to demonstrate the love of people because I see that's an open door, having compassion for the lost. And I went to bed with no feelings, just I've got to have it, you know, and I didn't feel anything. Finally, went to sleep, woke up the next morning. I was crying. I was so broken, and it was like, I see this. Ah, and I don't know how the Lord did it or what he did. I do know that I asked him, and he's faithful to give us what we ask for if it's according to his word. That is true. And he he got this old boy, you know, changed again, another from glory to glory, faith to faith experience. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to share the gospel, and so I just started practicing. And I just would stop and make conversation with people, find out about them. You know, it's just, uh, we're just right past Christmas time. And I think about Christmas uh, with one story. It goes back quite a few years ago. And uh, how I, I got in my car and I was driving down the road and there was a Christmas tree lot. And I just gazed over to my right and there was a young man there that was probably six foot two or three, stuck out above some of the trees, you know. 
And uh, I, I was driving on down the road, 50, 60 miles an hour, and, and I got a nudge from the Holy Spirit that I needed to talk to him. And um, I said, okay, Lord, uh, I'll, I'll be back here tomorrow, and I'll stop and talk to him. But the nudge didn't go away. <laughs> And it was kind of like, you got to talk to him. You got to talk to him. So I made a U-turn, came on back, pulled in the Christmas tree lot. Uh, he had no customers. So I was I had me a, an open door to be able to share with him. And so I just started asking him questions. He's 19 years of age. Um, he was, uh, you know, a sharp young guy and everything. And, and I just started asking about him and different things. And I said, hey, let me share a few things with you about me. Is that okay? He said, yeah. So I gave him my testimony. I gave him about, you know, the, the time in my life that I had struggled so much and had a drinking issue that was really bad and habitual. And uh, I didn't feel like I was doing my wife and kids right. I didn't, I uh, was taking advantage of the fact I would own my own business and, you know, I could slough off a lot of things to my employees and uh, just things like that. And sharing your personal stories. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. And then I came back around to, telling him the story, the truth about what the Bible shares, about what happened at the fall, what happened at the cross, and what it means today. And I spent one, one hour with that young man uninterrupted, um, no, no people on the lot at all. And at, at the end of that, I just asked him if he would like to make Jesus the Lord of his life. And uh, he said, yes, I want to do that which that was, you know, that didn't happen every time. <laughs> no. But the Holy Spirit was in this, and the Holy Spirit had led me to him at this mm -hmm. time. And anyway, I, I, I said a prayer, and I don't just, you know, well, Jesus come into my heart. We went through a, a prayer of, you know, asking for forgiveness of sins, repenting of those sins, and then making Jesus the Lord, or I like to use the word boss, of mm -hmm. our lives rather than, you know, I ran my life. And that didn't work out real well. <laughs> I want Jesus. To, he's smarter than I am, oh, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyway, uh, I, I went through that with him, and we prayed it. And uh, it's kind of cool. He had on sunglasses, and he took them off immediately. I thought, you see the light, brother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, you know, I've only had two people in my life talk to me like you do. Mm. My grandfather and you. Mm. And I was just taken away at that because all I did was tell him what God did with me. Yeah, you made and, the gospel very relational to him. You know, Jesus yeah. came into my life. Yeah, he's real. Yeah, he's real. He's real. He's real. And, and this is exciting. And it, it's 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 not just something that just happens. It's something you can live with and grow with mm -hmm. and because he is someone. And that's the whole idea. Not We're not just uh, reading a book and taking the words off of it. We're actually... Uh, reading it by the Spirit of God who wrote it, and Jesus is called the Word in the Word. Yeah. And that is all about our lifestyle living with him. And this young man, to this day, uh, I just believe and trust that um, he's serving God and growing in the Lord. And that became easy. So I started just sharing what Jesus did with me. Yeah, just your Jesus stories. And that became real effective. And I started praying with people that I had never met, cold turkey, so yeah. to speak, but they were divine connections. And oh, by the way, uh, the next day I drove by that lot and all the trees were gone. They weren't selling any Christmas trees. <laughs> if I had waited to the next day, I would have never met him. Met him, yeah. yeah. I want to share this because of what you said about the Holy Spirit led you and about being spirit-led. That could take us back to last last week when we were talking about 
having a personal relationship with God and establishing breakfast in the Word, you know, each day. Amen. That I, I've said this to Rochelle and fun sometimes. So Dan and I are real brothers. We just have different mothers, you know, uh, yep. because we're, there's just so many things that are connected. And I was going through the same thing when you came into my life. I was talking to God about God. I'm struggling with witnessing effectively. And here's what he said to me. And I have, I just realized I'm sitting in Holy Spirit said, you have never shared this with Dan. He told me, he said, I'm going to send somebody into your life not to teach you, that was his words, not to teach you, but to show you. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the, my desk in the dealership, and I'm remembering, reflecting on the, what he said to me uh, that morning, and that was the day I met you. <laughs> and we won't go into what you did that day to get my attention. Uh, but uh, <laughs> get my attention. But that's why I say caught. I, I say that word uh for reason, because the Lord told me, he said, I'm going to send somebody to you who's going to show you, not teach you, show you. And so when you should, I knew, I said, this must be him. And I realized that the Lord was telling me, watch him. Stay connected to him. You're going to learn how to do this. It's not complicated. <laughs> and so we get back to being spirit led, but it also gets back to, we can't be an island to ourselves. And we've got to listen to the Holy Spirit because for me, your way of doing things, which was personalizing it, but also making it so relational and sharing your Jesus. That's all you ever did around. Every time I was around you, you didn't just start hammering the word and beating people up with stuff. You would just start sharing stories and, and Jesus stories in your own life. And I was like, oh my goodness, I got a lot of those. <laughs> Yes. And so I was catching what God wanted me to do to reach the lost through you by watching you and staying close and staying connected. And I think many times people are they're disconnecting from people that they need to stay connected to. That's the reason they haven't grown to where they need to be. Praise God. Well, you know, God used a donkey in the Old Testament, yeah. so hee-haw, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. can use... Me, yeah, he can yeah. use you, he can use anybody uh, if they want to be used. Yeah. And that's the whole idea. It, and it, it becomes natural, and it becomes uh, a fun, engaging opportunity. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing, nothing, nothing better and more satisfying than to see someone have uh, a, make a relationship with Jesus Christ or it, at least have something to think on and ponder because not everybody is going to be born again at that time. Right. But the Bible says that one plants and one waters, but God gives the increase. So we've got to give the Holy Spirit something to work with because it's a three-way deal, you sort of speak. Uh, it's the person who is listening and is hopefully going to be the convert. It's the Holy Spirit who has to uh, set up the meeting, so to speak, and give us the things to say. And it's me just having to be available and uh, know that donkeys work. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the sad thing to that was it deepened the reality for me three years into my walk. It deepened the reality to me of how important it was to be to, to live a spirit-led life. Mm -hmm. Because when they said, uh, "Your Dan's here and he's been wanting to meet you, you know, uh, a lot of times with the way I was still walking through my walk, that would have thrown up walls of defense like, oh, what does he, you know, want? <laughs> but the Holy Spirit said, I'm going to send somebody. So there comes that moment where yeah. you go, I'm either going to be led by the Spirit yeah. 
He said he's sending somebody. Yep. Is this that somebody? Yep. And, well, and so that helped that process of growing in my faith in I hear the, the voice of the Holy Spirit. Well, praise God. You know, just to God be the party. glory. He gets all the glory. Yeah. We get all the fun. That's true. Thank you so much for yeah. joining us today. Uh, this is Pastor Dan Boone, and this is Let's Talk About It. We want to ask you to join with us each week at this time on our podcast. Uh, be sure and send us a, an email and let us know what you think and let us know that there's any topics that you would like us to discuss. We are trying to look at contemporary topics through the lens of the Bible and what God would say about it. And by the way, you're invited to come see us anytime in the Oklahoma City area at Church of Tomorrow. We meet at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings for worship service. We meet at 7 p.m. on Wednesday nights uh, for a meeting that has some fellowship and some snacks. And uh, we also take a topic and we talk about that. And then we uh, have a, a time of discussion afterwards. And if you're in Mansfield, Texas or that DFW area, what do you do there? You come to North Elevation Church at 6521 Mansfield, Texas. Our service starts at 1030 a.m. We'd love to hear from you if you're in the area. Thank you and God bless.